hello 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 everyone welcome back to the second episode of this podcast now i know what a lot of you guys are thinking you're like wow <laughs> okay he's he's back I, I guess um and listen i am just as surprised as you if not more surprised okay and i mean this seriously I have so many people that, like, I'd like to thank, mostly the nine people who listen to this. Actually, only those nine people. Everyone else, literally, you're awful. Like, actually, unless you're watching now. Okay, because that's different. Because that's different. But, um, the first nine people who watch my little podcast... You're the OGs, like, like you're why I do this, like, you're why I wake up in the morning, like, like, this is why I do it, like, it's amazing. And welcome to the Hex fam. Ah! The Hex fam? Y'all bitches are scared. Like, I would be scared, too. I'd be scared, too. I'm not gonna hold you. Anyway, I'm excited to be back. Um, on the podcast, and um, I would love to just check in with you guys. How are we feeling? I'll start. Last week was actually awful. It was the longest week of my life, for no good reason. I taught every day, which is fine. Like that's like what I do. And the thing is, like nothing bad happened. Like it was literally fine. But, oh my gosh, like, why did it last forever? Like, why why did I do so many things? And now I'm like, Isaac, you literally manifested this. Like, this is literally what you were asking for in the month of August. You're like, oh, I'm so bored. Like, oh, my God. And now the universe is like, hey, like, I guess you can be booked and busy and, like, work. And I'm like, bitch, I did not ask you for all that. Hold the fuck on, because I ain't ask you for all that. Yeah, I don't like that. I didn't like that part. But hey, but hey, I'm thankful, okay? I'm thankful to be working and seeing the kids, etc. Um, I see the kids. Um, I worked at a school in Manhattan last um, spring. For a few months, I just went there every day and got to know those kids. Um, and I saw them uh, for the first time since the summer um, on Thursday. And that was nice. A lot of them have matured really well. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, good for you guys. Like, work. Like, not you paying attention. Like, not you writing down notes. Damn. The summer changed you, bro. Like, you like, wow. Like, a few of these kids, I was like, whoa. Are you sure you want to do your work? Dead ass? Yeah, it's whatever. Anyway, welcome to this episode. And I, um, but actually, like, you should probably check in with yourself because last week was crazy. And, I, when I wake up in the morning, I wake up, well, sometimes I wake up early. Like, today I woke up at 5.45, because I had to go to Harlem to teach, which I have a fun story um, about that. Um, I don't know if it's a fun story, but it's nice. Um, 
but I usually wake up pretty early and I just try to, um, I just try to assess where I am, like mentally, like, where am I? And it doesn't have to be this whole thing, this whole affirmation thing, whatever the fuck, like if you're not down with that, like don't do it. But just waking up and being like, am I in a good mood, yes or no? And today I woke up and I was like, no. Like, I'm not in a good mood. Like, I'm not okay. Like, this is, like, not okay. Like, I'm not feeling great. Like, I don't want to go. Like, this is not it. And I feel like once you say that, and then the important part is validating that and being like, babe, it's okay. Like, you're tired. Like, it's early. Like, you had a really long week. You worked yesterday on Sunday as well at your other job. Like, it's fine. Like, you, they, they, like, I didn't eat very much yesterday. Like, it makes sense. Like, it's good. Like, you're valid. So, like, there could be a whole podcast on, like, how and why, like, you need to be in your corner. Like, at the end of the fucking day, like, it's gonna be you. Like, it's you. Like, you got you. You have to. But there's been so many times in my life where I haven't had me at the end of the day. And you come home to nothing, and it's like, damn, that's crazy. Because, like, <laughs> I'm not in my own corner. You have to be in your own corner. You have to be. It's so important. Um, but anyway, checking in with yourself every day when you wake up. And saying, how do you feel? And then asking yourself, what do I need? Like, what do I need? Like, do I need to lay down for five more minutes? Do I need to make some tea? Do I need to, like, watch a TikTok and, like, break this? Do I need to text someone? I mean, this is not just, like, this is not just for, like, you know, in the mornings. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, walking around throughout the day and asking yourself what you need. I talk to myself all the time and, like, I don't know. Maybe that's part of my psychosis. I don't know. Like, who's to say? Like, who's to say? You know what I'm saying? Um, my therapist watching, like, my psychiatrist watching, just like, um, me, <laughs> me, actually. I'm like, damn, damn, that's crazy. Um, anyway, asking yourself what you need, and that could be, I need to FaceTime my friend, I need to just watch TikTok, I need to go buy a bag of Ruffles and a Diet Coke from the bodega on the corner off of, um, uh, Madison. You know, it might be that, you know, it might be that. That's not mine or anything, but that could be yours. You know, that could be yours and, you know, uh, whatever. But um, when you check in with yourself and when you're in your corner, it it feels like you do always have a friend there. And yeah, I have a few voices in my head. Never mind. Okay. I'm going to move on, I think. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, I want to tell you a story about today. Yeah, I, I, I substitute taught in Harlem, um, middle schoolers. Middle schoolers have a very specific place in my heart because I think it has to do with a lot, uh, it has a lot to do with my middle school experience and how it like, wasn't amazing. And I think like I empathize a lot with those, that age range just because of my experience. Uh, and, um, yeah, I was in Harlem today, and I was teaching. 
Oh, a big yawn. Sorry, guys. I was teaching these um, seventh graders, and they were kind of squirrely and, like, being rude and, like, saying things. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Are you a little nos? Like, please shut the fuck up. Um, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. Um, they were saying whatever, and, like, they're being middle schoolers anyway. Um... I, there was another teacher in the room, um, but they were like, oh, do you want to introduce yourself? And I was like, I mean, sure. Um, so I was like, oh, Mr. Williams, um, I'm from Kansas. I moved here in January, and, um, I'm an actor, um, and a teacher, obviously. And, um, this, uh, there was a girl in the room who was like, she got just, she just got so excited. It was a few people who got really excited when I said I was an actor, and she was like, oh my gosh, like, that's so cool, like, I want to be an actor, and I was like, right on, like, I've never said right on, <laughs> I've literally never said that, <laughs> I've never said that, um, but she was like, she asked me this question, and she was like, what does it take to be an actor, and I was like, that is such a good question, uh, and basically what I told her was, I don't know exactly what I said, but essentially what I was saying was, like, um, in order to, like, make it as an actor, there has to be, you have to feel and know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, and that you can do it, and that you can do it well. Because... And I said this, I was like, you're going to get a lot of no's, like a lot of no's. And I mean, like a lot, like seriously, like a, like a lot. And you're going to get that yes, and it's going to feel great. But in between that yes that you just got and the next yes that you get, only God knows like how long that period is going to be. Only God knows when you're going to get your next yes. And how big that yes is going to be. So, in order to make it as an actor, you have to be so stable and so sure that you can do this and this is what you're supposed to be doing. And you have to be the person telling yourself yes in between those yeses from casting directors or whoever. Because you're not going to get that constant reassurance. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing good. Like, this is great. You're doing good work. It's very, it's, it's a lot different than being in college because, you know, well, there's a lot of things different than being a performer in college and being a performer in New York City. Um, but like one of them is like, you, you don't have that constant validation. You really don't have that. You don't have a voice teacher or an acting or your acting teacher or whatever teacher telling you that you're good at this or good at that and even like and like like taking regular classes like taking gen eds like you're you're just surrounded by people and your colleagues and your friends who tell you that you're great all the time hopefully and if not find some new friends um but you're constantly surrounded by like that ecosystem of people that you've built that you that this beautiful ecosystem that you built and everyone's just telling you that you're great and you're doing a good job and, like, you're an actor and, like, you're so talented, yada, yada, yada. And you come here, like, 
yes, you have that, but it's it's just very much not the same. It's very it's much more sparse, especially if you're like me and you just moved here. Um, so like I said, even like in the beginning, like I was saying, you have to be in your own corner. And you have to be the person telling yourself yes. And telling yourself that you are enough and that you are talented. And uh, you always have to be ready as an actor. You have to be ready. Um, that big break comes... I think Viola Davis said this. Like, uh, success comes when um, opportunity meets, like, being ready. You know? If you're given an opportunity, but you're just not ready as an actor... And you're just, like, not at the top of your game, like, you're going to miss it because you're not going to be ready for it. You're not going to be ready for it. So, anyway, uh, to answer your question, I, I was just, like, you got to be the person telling yourself yes in between those yeses from casting directors and other people. And I said you got to believe in yourself before other people do. Um... And then she just, like, really, like, she's, like, smiled, and it was really sweet, and it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if I talked about this on my, the other podcast, but, um, the idea that, uh, I lost my train of thought, like, completely. Um, what was I talking about, bro? Uh, oh, yeah, in terms of, like, purpose, um, there's the idea, we, the, the idea was planted like very early on for me and I feel like for a lot of us um, with like knowing what you want to be when you grow up and like, um, yeah, like having a profession like chosen by like age like seven. I'm like, fuck, like can I like draw, like can I like color this? Like why are you like down my shit? Like this is crazy, like this is a lot like. And I, I literally never knew what I wanted to be. Like, I would just say things that my friends were saying. But in elementary school, I didn't see myself having a career. Like, I... Even at that age, which is crazy, I never saw myself doing the same thing every day. Like, having, like, uh, a career in, like, business or, like, whatever... And even teaching, I was like, I cannot do that every day. I can't sit in the same place and go to the same classroom every day. That sounds like purgatory. It always has sounded like purgatory for me. I've never had, I never knew what I, I never knew what I wanted to be. And then like I got to like high school when I took acting and started doing musicals and plays. And I was like, oh shit, this kind of slaps like low-key like. Like, I'm, like, actually, like, this is actually like, kind of cool. Like, it's lame as fuck, but it's, like, kind of cool. Like, I'm kind of down, honestly. And so that's, and that's when I was, like, the first thing, the first time I was, like, I think I want to be an actor. That was the first profession I ever, like, was, like, this is it. And then what kind of happened was, um, like, you're looking for, like, acting schools to go to, like, your senior year of high school, and... Everything's out of state, everything's expensive, and there's deadlines, and there's etc. And it's like, a lot of things are happening. And I remember my friend was just like, I'm going to audition at most state, Missouri State, go Bears, Bear Bear Square Up. Um, and I was like, 
I mean, yeah, like, I'll, I'll go to, I guess, an audition. And I auditioned, and they offered me money, and, like, I was like, fine, I guess I'll be a teacher. And it wasn't, like, it didn't feel like a fallback plan, because I, 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 I did genuinely enjoy music, and I, I do enjoy music, and I do genuinely love teaching. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I did it. Um, and then in college, like, my first, like, year and a half, like, it was fine. It was fine. Sorry, big yawn. It was fine, honestly. Um, but I just didn't feel super, super fulfilled. So then I just started, I decided to take an acting class second semester of my sophomore year. And Jessica Bauer, my acting teacher, she changed everything. Like, she changed everything and I declared a theater minor and like started uh doing acting and theater and such and got a theater minor did I just say that I don't remember um and then I graduated uh in December and basically like walked like walked off the stage and like got on a plane and I think I said this last time like that's literally what happened um I don't know how much of this I said last time I'll be I'm just being honest. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I just talking about purpose and such. And you have so many purposes, which I said last time. Um, infinite amount of purposes. Just gotta look for them. Um, you know, but that's the vibe. Anyway, uh, today I, I kind of wanted to talk about, it kind of deals with that, about purpose and stuff. Um, but it has more to do with, like, manifesting and the universe and such. Uh, so today's, like, statement is the universe is obsessed with me. Like, how else do I say it? Like, the universe is literally obsessed with my luck. It's ridiculous luck. Um, so I just wanted to talk about how you can, like, align yourself with the universe and, like, align yourself with, like, manifesting things that you want etc. Um, I could talk about this all day, but for today, I'll just say, like, five things and give some examples and, like, try to explain it a little bit in terms of, like, what I've been doing this year specifically um, in terms of, like, manifesting and aligning myself, etc. Because I think, like, it's so important. It is so important. And it has changed everything for me. And if any of this even kind of makes sense for you and you kind of want to keep anything, like, that's kind of rad. Like, that kind of slaps. Like, okay. Um, I don't say these words. Like, I don't say those words. Fuck off. Like, okay. Five things. Five things. Five thing thing things. Five things. First one. In terms of um, how to make the universe work for you, I guess, and manifesting. First thing I have is put yourself in a place of abundance. This is a bit loaded, as are all of these. Putting yourself in a place of abundance, like in a frequency of abundance. So... This takes a little bit of explaining, and, like, some people buy it, some people don't buy it. But 
All living things vibrate. There, I said it. All living things vibrate. People vibrate. Animals like vibrate. Trees vibrate. Animals vibrate. Everything vibrates. And everything has a frequency. And people have frequencies. And there are people that you will meet who do not vibrate on the same frequency as you. I sound like a crazy person. Crazy. Like deranged. Like off my rocker. But I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. You meet people who do not even... Like, that's like... That's the sleigh of the season. Like, that's like what you say. is like, bitch, you don't even vibrate on my frequency. Like, why are you even talking to me? Like, these people who, like, drain you and drag you down... Baby, they're not vibrating on the same frequency as you. So anyway, in terms of vibrating like in a place of abundance in order to attract abundance what does that look like and how do you do it okay for me and these kind of these five things kind of all tie together but this is I'll anyway they might lead to each other and I might repeat myself but like you guys like it'll be okay though like it'll be fine it'll be fine um in order to do this what I do is like I just generally, it has to do with affirmations a bit, but you just putting yourself in a place of openness and a place of receiving. And you kind of just tell yourself that things are coming your way. Even if you don't even know what those things are. Just saying and thinking that things are coming your way, that things are changing, the universe is moving, and I've been saying lately, the cosmos are conspiring in my favor. Just doing that and saying that, it puts you in a frequency of abundance. And it, it, it has to do with, like, you know, not necessarily, like, don't chase the tracks. I don't know what that really means. But kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that. But I think it's more intentional than that saying is. In terms of, like, you are saying, I'm going to put myself in a mindset. If you want, if you don't want to use the word frequency, you could say mindset of, um, a mindset of abundance and a mindset of things belong to me, things are mine, things are coming, and, like, I'm worthy of those things. And, like, that, like, brings me to my next one. But that's, like, that one is, like, it's a mindset. It's saying I'm open to receiving things. It's, like... You can't get shit if, like, you don't open, like, your arms. Like, you can't, like... Like, someone can't hand you something if your arms are out. Someone tries to hand you something, your arms are crossed. You're not in this place of, like, receiving, this place of abundance. Or this place of, like, a possibility of abundance. And your arms are crossed. And they want to hand you, like, this, like, gift basket... Like, it's going to fall to the floor because you're not, like, in a place of abundance and a place of receiving. But once you open your arms and uh, reach your arms out, then you, like, you at least have the possibility to receive something. You at least have the possibility to receive something if your arms are out. And that is how you, so that's the first one, putting yourself in a place of abundance or a frequency of abundance. And, um... So the second one, I kind of talked about it for a second. 
The second one's like an affirmation. And it is, you deserve everything that belongs to you. And when I say this, I'm not talking about the things that like physically belong to you. Like I'm not talking about like, oh, like you deserve your house and you deserve a bed and you deserve your curtains in your room. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about, although you do deserve those things as well. I'm talking more about deserving the things that you don't have. And what do I mean by that? Hmm. I feel like there are so many things in this world that already have our names on it that we have not been given. And that's like a, a really uh, big way of thinking that people might not agree with. And some people might think that like, you know, I don't think it's, I'm not talking about fate necessarily, but um, some people don't think that's like really even kind of a thing. And I don't know if I agree with that. I feel as though the universe has a lot of things to give you, honestly. The universe, if you begin to think in a way that like, or with the idea that the universe is working for me, the universe was created for me, this earth was created for me, the universe works for me and with me and through me. The universe works for me and with me and through me. And the cosmos are conspiring in my favor. I'm a crazy witch lady. Okay? I'm a crazy witch lady. But once you believe that, the universe starts giving you shit. Things that already belong to you. Things they already plan to give you. But if your arms are not out and you are not in this place of abundance, this frequency of abundance, this frequency of receiving, the universe can give you nothing. The universe is it wants to work with you and for you and through you, but we have free will on this planet. We we have free will. If we do not want to get out of bed, we can lay there all day. That's what, it's free will. You can do whatever you want. But if you choose to be open, and you choose to put yourself in a, a place of receiving, the universe will work for you. So this affirmation, this step two, you deserve everything that belongs to you. It's like saying, everything that belongs to me will find me. Everything that belongs to me will find me. And you have not missed anything that doesn't belong to you. That person that left, babe, that wasn't yours, girl. In a relationship podcast, that's a whole nother podcast. We will not get into it. Don't make me get into it. But we'll leave it at that, that it, it wasn't yours, girl. It was not yours. Everything that belongs to you will find you. Because if you're in this place of abundance, your arms are out, the universe starts handing you things that belongs to you, that have your name on it. It literally has your name on it. If you're an actor, those roles that are yours, you're going to get them. 
If you're a teacher, those experiences, those moments, those accomplishments as an educator, they have your name on it, you'll have it. Those people who are looking for a relationship, who are looking for a person who appreciates them. Like, someone is out there who belongs to you. And if you continue to, like, reassure yourself that you haven't missed anything that belongs to you, it puts you, like, at, a, like, a place of ease and a place of rest and a place of stillness. And you cannot operate in a place of openness and, like, a, a high frequency if you are doubtful that you've missed things that belong to you, that you've messed up on this and, oh, I was supposed to do this and, like, now I'm never going to get back on track. You can always get back on track. Always, 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 always. The universe will always find a way back to your best, your best timeline. Your best timeline. You can always find a way back to your best timeline. Always, always, always. Good. The third thing. Uh, third uh, way to make the universe work for you and manifesting is um, is to operate as if you already have everything that you want. Operate as if you already have everything that you want. So what do I mean by that? I can, I can really, like, I can think of other examples. But for me, it's like, I want to, like, make a really cool feature, like, a feature film. Like, a really cool feature film. And I want, like, an Oscar, obviously. I want an Emmy. Like, I want um, to make a really huge change in, uh, in cinema and in theater and to make really good work uh, for really large art, like really um, large audiences, um, that's what you want to do. So the step, you know, operating as if you already have everything you want, it's like it's about like um, visualizing and feeling what it would feel like if you got that phone call that you got that role. Operating as if like you already got that job and you already have that relationship, you know, and you just like fantasize, like actually like close your eyes and like fantasize about like what that would feel like. And then you just like bathe in that frequency. That's a frequency. Imagining that visualizing is huge. Visualizing is huge. Which was like the next one, which, which was number four. It's like visualizing the things that you want and like has it feel in that visualization. And once you can visualize that and feel that and bask in that, that is putting yourself in a frequency of openness and a frequency of abundance. And then the operating part comes from like, the way I think of it, uh, our example I can think of is like, what are like some of like the activities you would be doing if you already had that dream job? So for me, it's like, we'll just say like, oh, I'm in Broadway doing this really cool show. What would you be doing after work? 
Like, what would you be buying? Like, like, what clubs would you go to? Like, what would you do on the weekends? Like, what are the conversations that you would have? Like, what would you be doing if you already had everything you wanted? So for me, it's like, if I was on Broadway, they do my thing, I would, like, decorate my living room. Like, I would buy a plant. Like, I would uh, go out on the weekends. I would, um, I would call my friends and share fun things. And, like, I would chat to more people. And I would look for more connections. I'd be, like, more excited to, like, be, like, a person. And I feel like that would make me, like, have more conversations and, like, um, just share more things and listen and, like, be more active and, like, I would work out if I was on Broadway. And these are all the things that I'm doing. Like, I'm doing all of those things. I'm operating as if I already have everything that I want. It's, like, manifesting the lifestyle that you want by just living it. And that's that's what operating, um, operating as if you already have everything you want um, is. And then also the other one was visualizing the things that you want and what it feels like to have those things. So those two kind of tie together. Good. So I only have one more. I only have one more little tip, little how-to, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Um, I'm going to keep these kind of short because they're usually like an hour, like an hour, like an hour podcast. Lord knows I can't listen to someone talk for an hour. So we're going to shoot for like less than 40 for a bit. And then we'll see what happens. Anyway, last one was trust the unseen. Do what you can do about a situation. And then you just release the responsibility. So I've talked to a few of my friends about this. Trusting the unseen, the unseen being the universe, the unseen being any power that you think is bigger than the power of you, unless you think that you are the strongest being, the strongest entity. Um, if that's the case, then you probably, this podcast won't be good for you. Um, but uh, anything that's bigger than you can be anything. Um, whether it's like religious or like, just the universe or like just the energy that's bigger than you uh but the unseen um something that's unseen that's not tangible that's um more powerful than we are um it's about trusting that so uh one thing the thing that probably i would say the biggest thing that has changed my life is this and that is like if I'm tasked with, like, a stressful situation, financial, health, like, relationship, um, just, like, busyness, stress, like, whatever it can be, um, what I do is, like, I assess the situation and I say, okay, well, here are the things that I can do about this, you know, those are the things I can do, and once I can do everything that I, that I can do without, like, stretching myself I literally just like close the book and I'm just like it is now the universe's responsibility to take care of this it is no longer my responsibility to worry about this and to figure this out it no longer belongs to me because I've done everything that I can do for the situation without stressing myself out and expending myself 
I just do everything that I can do. And I'm like, all right, I trust that you'll figure this out. And I move on. And the important thing about this is you cannot be worrying about the issue, the circumstance or whatever, while the universe is working. Because if you're worrying about some a situation not working out while the universe is trying to work, what that looks like is that you can do it yourself. It's like if you're worrying about something and you're trying to like feel like you're trying to think like, oh, I could do this or I could do this. Like maybe if I do this, blah, blah, blah. After you've already done what you could do, you're still trying to like think of more ways you can fix it or whatever. The universe is going to let you work. The universe is going to let you try it. Like it's going to let you try to figure it out for yourself because that's what you're trying to show. But if you walk around... And then that, you know, like, undoubtedly, like, it's gonna, like, hit your brain and be like, oh, fuck, like, I, I'm still worried about this. You just say, like, hey, I did everything I could do. The universe is gonna work, like, figure it out. It's not my responsibility. And you just let it pass. And you keep doing your thing. That, it's so hard to do. And it takes so long to master it. And I don't know that I've, I don't know that I will ever master it. But I've gotten really good at it over the past, like, what, like, eight, nine years of having this mindset. You get to walk around a lot lighter because you aren't carrying every circumstance and every, like, issue on your shoulders. You're not supposed to carry those things. We're not, we're like, we're not supposed to be stressed out beings working nine to fives. That is not how this was supposed to be. God is like, what the, what is, what are, what is y'all doing? Not y'all paying for health insurance. Not y'all paying for food. Why are y'all paying for food? Not y'all, not y'all doing all that. This is not how it was intended to go. And we are not, we were not, we as beings are, it was not intended for us to carry stress and to that and for stress to be like a characteristic of ourselves. Like we're just stressed people. I'm so stressed. I'm worried about X, Y, and Z. My relationship isn't working. Like no one wants to date me. Like my work is awful. Like I hate my job. I hate clocking in. Like I live in a cycle of nothingness. Like that is not what it's supposed to be like. When we get to the end of the road, it should not be like, damn, that was hard. And that be it. That can be part of it. But it should be more like, damn, that was hard. But oh my gosh, the people I met, the moments that I had. Don't get me started on moments, girl. Don't get me started. Because he can talk for 35 minutes about how taking pictures is okay. He can do that. He has done it. He probably shouldn't do it again, though. Okay? But hey... But hey, okay, seriously. Yeah, um, just let it go. Do what you can do and then let it go. It's hard, but you walk around so much lighter. You walk around so much happier. And just don't miss any moments. You miss moments when you're not happy. And listen... Being happy is like, I can't, can't just turn off the switch and be like, okay, I'm happy now. Oh, please. Oh, please. But what we can do is um, 
we can try our best to not worry about the things we do not have control over. Um, worrying about things that we can't change in the moment, you know, after we've done everything we can do and still worrying about it, it actually has no benefit at all. It has no benefit, so why do it? Why freaking do it? Trust the unseen, do what you can do, and then release the responsibility. It is no longer your responsibility to figure it out. How freeing is that? But how scary is that? It's so freeing though too. All the things. <sighs> okay. That's what I wanted to say. Um, to wrap it up. Put yourself in a place of abundance. And vibrate in a higher frequency. Two, know that you deserve everything that belongs to you. Three, operate as if you already have everything you want. Four, visualize the things you want and how it feels to have those things. And the last one, like I just said, trust the unseen, do what you can do, and then release, this, release the responsibility. Yeah. That's it, though, honestly. Um, thanks for listening again. I hope you guys took something from this, maybe. Maybe something. I don't really... I hope so, anyway. I don't know, though. Um, it's nice to talk about it. Um, like I said, um, maybe I haven't said this, but... Having something creative to do is fun. Um, I'm doing this podcast and, like, writing a musical and writing more poetry and stuff like that has been like nice for me especially because I'm like not working on like a project other than like teaching and stuff and just working um that's how I say yes to myself in between the yeses is by continuing to create that's how I do it um so yeah find um Finding an outlet for creativity, even if, like, you work in an office. Doing something creative is always, it's always nice. It's always going to be nice. It doesn't have to be this, but it could be anything. So, whatever makes sense for you and your body, you know. That's really that, though. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, you're amazing. Um, you're worth it, and uh, you are enough. Um... As much as we kind of beat ourselves up and, you know, the number of times we fall short, um, we really do begin to think that we don't have, um, we don't have enough, um, and we aren't enough. And, uh, the, the truth of the matter is, um, sometimes what we have, our best, is not enough. And we will fall short, but, you know, that's just a part of it. That is just a part of it. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that um, you, yourself, aren't enough. It just means you aren't, um, you aren't ready for some things. And you just have more, more work to do. Um, it shouldn't be seen as something that's, like, um, pessimistic, but... 
um, something that, uh, it's always nice to work towards something. Working towards something, um, working towards something is always nice, I feel. But I'm gonna stop talking now, because I feel like I'm just talking, um, to hear myself talk at this point. Um, but you're great, and thank you for tuning in. Seriously, guys, that's, like, really nice. And, uh, I release these on Tuesdays. So, Tuesdays is, like, Tuesday, Tuesday. That's, like, the place to be is here on Tuesdays. So, um, thanks, HexFam. Uh, maybe that won't click on, but I don't know. Maybe that won't catch on, I don't know. But, um, have a good night or a good morning, uh, at work. Now you listen to this at work. I'd love that. Oh my gosh. Um, sorry, that was loud. Um, rate this five stars. Like, go to Spotify, click on the little review. This is like five. What star? Rate this five stars. If you rate this five stars, I will literally like... I mean, I won't say it, but you know what it is. All right, guys. Love you guys. I mean, I love most of you. All right, I'm sorry. Anyway, bye, guys. Have a nice day. See ya. All right, bye. Oh, not Siri talking. Okay, bye-bye.